Hello, breadheads. Hello, Eric. Welcome to another year of thinking fresh. Oh, happy new year. Oh, that's new beer to me, Eric. I've got my girthy black microphone in one hand, a beer in the other. I'm not sure which one I'm talking to and which one I'm licking right now. <laughs> I know you literally put the beer up to your mouth and said, hello, breadheads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're down bad. This is, of course, an episode taking place in 2024 inch, but we are recording this on December 21st. 22nd. 22nd. I'm losing track of the days. Dude, time is just a flat circle. It's a flatbread. <laughs> you ever podcast for just like four hours straight? Because we <laughs> certainly do. And there's no stopping us. That's crazy. It's already past 5 p.m. And we've been recording for half the day because we've just been cranking out episodes all day it feels good though i feel like i'm in my zone you know i've never felt this motivated to work mm -hmm. yeah me too i mean i feel just rejuvenated you know what i mean this full long is still being digested mm -hmm. if you're listening to this when this comes out i'm i'm digesting the foot long a week later <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, that's crazy intense. yeah dude well you know what I, I know that um i'm putting the time in now because it's all worth it because at time of publication i'm sitting on a, a beach in oaxaca uh sipping a margarita swimming in the ocean nude of course <laughs> i mean there's nothing better than receiving a notification while in mexico that says episode online yeah dude, like, getting that yeah, published notification <laughs> new episode from think fresh every year with my um closest friends we host a cocktail making night for new year's <laughs> it's a common theme i think i've talked about it previous years on this podcast yep. the objective is to make a cocktail that is inspired by the year that just passed it's an opportunity oh, yeah. for you to reflect on events in your own life or popular culture that resonated with you and then you formulate formulate your own custom mixologist beverage to reference it and serve it to everyone at the party May I suggest a cocktail? I would love to hear your <laughs> recommendations for this year's cocktails. Here's what you're going to do, Ty. You're going to get some, maybe some bubbles, all right, some champagne, some blue alizé. Do you know this drink? I, is this, uh, this is this is the one Drake drinks in Turks? <laughs> no, I think um, I think the weekend song about it. White Russians? No, no, no. It's like alizé. It's like a, you can get like a red one or a blue one. And it's like this like kind of like tropical uh drink that i think you can mix in with things okay and i so, think it goes well with champagne okay so this is the blue pill beverage so it's gonna be the blue pill beverage but in this you have to do a tumbler glass for this okay a blue drink and you're gonna put an ocean gate sub in there <laughs> of course ocean gate must be the topic of podcast yeah, you're writing this down at the moment this is amazing it's a really good idea um but yeah put put a little toy submarine at the bottom of the glass and then have the person who you're making it for drink it um, and save the submarine until it like before it like melts away or something. It would be cool if the submarine was sinking throughout the beverage, like an ice cube melting. Yeah, absolutely. If um, yeah, if you're able to like put some kind of other liquid in the submarine, like red, perhaps you'll know that it's been uh, imploded. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that's a fantastic thing. The only other things from the year that I can reflect on that would be interesting for a a cocktail. The Eras Tour comes to mind. Oh, um, yes. Uh, Make some girly little drink. Something girly that has a few different phases. 
perhaps a chat GPT <laughs> themed cocktail. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. These are already very tricky to pull off. How are you picturing doing a chat GPT cocktail? I think you ask chat GPT to make a cocktail that represents itself and you do whatever it does. Oh, wow. Okay. That's actually that's a pretty cool. good answer, right? Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, what else happened this year? Um, if you know what's crazy, Ty? This episode is coming out in 2024, but we still don't know if Kanye dropped. Oh, that's true. Wow. <laughs> we if A Vulture's cocktail would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So, But either way, because I'm going to be at time of publication, I am in Mexico. Likely the move was a Mexican-inspired beverage with a light touch of New Year's reflection. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that will look like, but I will report back after these episodes air sometime mid-January. So breadheads, make sure to hit subscribe on Think Fresh <laughs> Podcast. Um, more great content coming. New year, new us. That's right. Follow us on Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ty and breadheads, I apologize, okay? Because I've gone, I've made you wait over a week to tell you about my Chapino's dinner. Oh, yes. The Chapino's dinner. <laughs> I, isn't that Drake's favorite place to eat in Vancouver? Yeah, it is. More <laughs> on that later. Um, Ty, I, I hinted at this when I talked about the valet incident not long ago. But um, yeah, let's let's talk about what I experienced there because okay. this was interesting. So for the um, non-local listeners, we should first kind of set the stage of Chiopinos, if you will, uh, what, what the vibe's like there. I've never eaten there. I just know it to be a kind of like boomery Yale time establishment serving Mediterranean fare that's for uh, a wealthier class. Exactly. Um, so, okay. It's a Italian restaurant here in Yale town of Vancouver. And... Um, I think they're definitely like an institution that's like no longer like worried about making ends meet. Like they've made it, you know what I mean? Right. Because I remember during COVID, they just kind of like opted out of all the like social distancing stuff. They're just like, ah, oh, no thanks. We'll just close until you guys can eat here normally again. Mm. And they just like never opened during COVID. I think they like redid their like patio or something and then just reopened once COVID was done. Honestly, like, kind of a smart move. Like that's like a signal that like you know what you're doing and you're a successful business. You don't need to like put a plexiglass anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Chipinos. Um But yeah, this place has been voted like best Italian restaurant in the world like multiple times. Like it's made like top 50 lists of like best restaurants in the world, which has always kind of like caught me by surprise because I haven't really like heard the locals talk about it too much. Yeah, so do you think they bought their credentials? Because like... I don't see it on that many lists. Like it's no Don Alfonso or whatever. Um, wait, wait, Don Alfonso. Isn't that the name of the Toronto Italian establishment oh. with two Michelin stars that was like voted number one restaurant outside of Italy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Chapinos, bro. Oh, wow. It's funny that I can drop all the credentials, but then I'm like, can't really remember the name of the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's how it goes. So you um, get for naming your restaurant after a guy named Donald. Yeah, no kidding fucking mcdonald's um <laughs> yeah that's like the most clever thing i can think of in that moment fucking fucking McDonald's. McDonald's. Uh, um, we're a few beers deep exactly i'm laying down dude i'm so comfy right now it's unbelievable it's so funny Honey, while laying down is like the most dangerous shit ever because i can just fall asleep right now i knew dude i'm like looking at the white ceiling in this room playing queen's gambit chess with footlongs 
exactly. It's like, how is this episode going to come together? It's like math is happening up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get into this uh, this restaurant. So, break it down for me. I feel like I was going to say something else before I got into it. Okay, so a few episodes ago, episodes ago, we got oh. into the beginning of it. You told me and the breadheads about how you were burned by the valet service, but we never really got into the dining experience or the meal itself. That's right. Okay, I just remember what I was going to say. Um, so this restaurant is a Michelin guide restaurant. Recommended. No stars. That's right. No stars that I know of. They probably um, uh, like said no thank you when the star was offered. Like we don't we don't want that. To be honest, that would be a smart move because I think the star ruins restaurants. Mm-hmm. I think Michelin Guide. If you're when the Michelin Guide comes to your city, um, hide your kids, hide your wife. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> sure. it's gonna fuck up your favorite restaurants, and you're not gonna be able to get a table anymore. That's just the reality of it. All these fucking boomers from out of town are gonna be eating there instead because they booked it like three years ago. It is a cursed medallion in that sense. <laughs> that really is. Um, all because of a tire company. Like, how wild is that? Damn, tires are the real virus. They, they really are. Um, but it was on the Michelin Guide, and it was also on the Amex Diners. Uh, I don't know what it's called, the list or something. Dude, did Shane from Amex cur- curate the list himself? Who put it Maybe. together? I don't know. The good folks over at American Express put it together. Thanks to them, friend of the pod. Um, no, dude, I get $200 dining credit there. That comes with the MX Platinum, right? Right, 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 right. Which there's actually lots of places in Vancouver that offer this. So I chose that place because I wanted to try it. And yeah. It was a perfect timing. Um, so Perfect timing for you. But if you remember, I wanted to do a dining activation <laughs> with you there last month. And you said, no, thank you. I already have a reservation. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry about that. I even I even brought it up to Bay while we were at the restaurant. I was like, you know, my co-host wanted to come here with us on a double date, um, and it didn't work out unfortunately. But next time we will do it. I think it's worth it. Anyways, the order. Okay, we oh, walk yeah. okay. in the food. Um, Ty, as soon as we sat down, I noticed this place has the same floors as Subway. What do you mean? <laughs> the, the tiling at Chipino's is like trying to be italian in the same way that subway's trying to be italian mm, loosely associated yeah it's like if you were to like close your eyes and think of italian flooring like you might think of this right right like that's the kind of vibe it's like the first thing that comes to your mind like you want you want to make an italian restaurant but you've only visited little italy in new york <laughs> yeah exactly you've, you've only been to subway <laughs> yeah, really and um yeah dude it just looks the exact same the color palette's almost identical and they have like the same like tiling the size of the tiles are the same. And I go to the bathroom and the bathroom looks like it could be in a subway. There's like two urinals, like tiling going up the wall. It was like I was inside a subway, bro. Wow. That is crazy from a like white tablecloth restaurant to hard <laughs> pivot to like like beach public bathroom style. Mm-hmm. It's actually incredible. It is. And, um, I took some photos, so I'll probably share those at some point. Yeah, pop those on the gram for the breadheads when this episode drops. I will. Um, I, I wonder, like, if they obviously, clearly that was probably like a an aesthetic choice by design. So yep. I'm just thinking, like, Subway has such a chokehold on the the like tile aesthetic that they use in their restaurant. That to take it out of that context and put it anywhere, I'm sure you're not the first person to walk in and think Subway. 
So definitely not. Do you think that was an oversight from the interior designers, or do you think they're trying to reclaim that tile as their own? <laughs> I don't think anyone who works there has been to a subway in like <laughs> over three decades. Uh, what a privilege! I know it's incredible. So I have a feeling that they probably just opened the restaurant and like did the same research that subway did probably They're like okay let's what's an italian thing and just like mm. did it you know what i mean wow by that logic none of their clientele because it's a nicer establishment have been to subway in decades either so i'm bridging the gap you are you are living both camps imagine your regular chipinos clientele walking in that bathroom and thinking oh this is fresh and novel <laughs> i haven't seen this before exactly wow wow um yeah it was kind of, it kind of threw me because i was like a place like this a place that charged me 300 dollars for dinner probably should have like something other than pink soap <laughs> like it had, it had the pink oh, soap not bro. the pink soap yeah dude, dude that should be on an amber bottle where you can't tell how much is in it or what color it is exactly there should be some finely uh milled <laughs> microplastics in there to mm-hmm. exfoliate my hands as well yeah yeah um yeah dude it was kind of like a sh- kind of a shame because it, it was the worst part of the experience checking out the bathroom and feeling like i was in like gas town <laughs> dude I, I hate when i'm spending like 300 dollars at a, a restaurant for me in bay and i use their use their bathroom and it's worse than my bathroom at home like yeah you should be getting like as soon as they have paper towel and like Where's my like warm white cloth to dry my hands? Yeah, that I throw directly in the garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where's they don't, the they don't get recycled? They don't get washed. They just go into the garbage. <laughs> like, why aren't there candles in here? Where's the like ambient jazz music? You know? Yeah, I know. I've been to far shittier restaurants with way better bath- bathrooms. Can really make or break the experience. Yeah, it's funny because like Bay went in first, and then she's like. You have to go see the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, damn, like for the pod, I have to do it. But I know already that I'm not going to like it. You're like, as as the host of a Subway podcast, exactly. I, I know what this means. Exactly. But um, I had some good food, though. Like, honestly, some of the best Italian I've had in Vancouver, um, starting with some octopus and beans. Neither of those words come to mind when I think Italian food. Are you kidding me, bro? Dude, beans are a staple in Italy. They are. Wait, which which bean in particular? Uh, like a, a white, like a white bean, like a cannellini bean. I guess so. That sounds Italian. <laughs> it actually does. I was thinking more of a coffee bean, but no. Um, I just regular old white beans. Cannellini beans. It's a cannellini bean. You're probably describing the exact bean. I don't really know for sure, but sliced octopus with that it was like a warm octopus salad with beans oh okay okay yeah it was unbelievably good that That's was probably the best thing we ate and that was just the beginning thai wow it, dude appies always exceed the main like the entree at every restaurant i go to i'm always impressed with the appies and let down by the entree dude i'm kind of in the camp that like first course should be the main course mm-hmm. you know like, let's just get like seven appies. Yeah, that's where me and my bit are at right now. Me and LP, just we just raid the appetizer menu. We grift it, mm-hmm. take every every option we can eat, and then yeah. skip the entree, you know? Totally. Or just get one entree and, and share that. That's true, too. too. Um, but yeah, this was good. Actually, before we even had that, Ty, they bring a loaf of bread and like a dish with some kind of spread in there. Mm. And we start eating it, and we're like... We have no idea what this is. It tastes like 
just really like rich and yummy. <laughs> and like I kept telling Bay, I was like, I think this is Bubba Ganoush. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was like, this has to be like eggplant or something. Like it's just kind of the same texture. And then we asked the girl, the waitress, and she was like, oh, these are chickpeas. These are cooked in a vegetable broth and like blended up, blended up, I guess, into a puree and like seasoned or something with olive oil. It was very, very good. Wow. Hummus the sequel. Exactly. Um, and yeah, after that time, we got some pappardelle with some guanciale. Mm, some, pappardelle. Some pork cheek, I believe, or veal cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, some... <laughs> God damn it. Um, some osobuco, and then obviously the namesake, the chipino. Yes. Yeah, so wait, what is the chipino? Is that a a cut? No, the chipino is uh, a seafood thing, <laughs> seafood stew, I guess, in like a tomato broth, like a seafood medley. Literally a seafood medley. God damn it! Because wow. we had um, like mussels, clams, scallops, shrimp fish mm. um and also like a couple of crackers with it looked like a dollop of southwest sauce no way <laughs> and it tasted exactly like that too they're squirting the southwest on there too hey yeah exactly it it, it, it belongs in every plate mm-hmm. dude it was unbelievably good so you got the vongole soup with southwest <laughs> sauce you could totally <laughs> serve that at subway the seafood medley soup do the seafood medley with southwest sauce or That's sriracha crazy. Wow. And you said there was some bread with it. <laughs> exactly. The bread was getting dipped in there. So that was yummy, bro. The really de- yummy. deconstructed foot long. That's quite the uh, extravagant meal, Eric. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not where it ends, Ty. We got some tiramisu, of course, and um, a little late game espresso as well, which kept me up till two in the morning. As it should. I don't typically do an Italian dining back activation without polishing that off with a shot of espresso and then it's like 1 30 a.m and i'm like why do i feel like going for a run (laughs) (laughs) i mean it always crosses my mind i'm like okay i had like four glasses of wine i should probably have an espresso so i can drive home like that'll sober me up and then when i get (laughs) home i'm gonna clean every closet out exactly i'm gonna go home and like watch four episodes of joe rogan and go to bed (laughs) um yeah dude but that was really really good um yeah, the espresso and the chipino came in the most like elaborate white porcelain plates, mm. like or a silver plateware or like dishware. It was just like so intricate and beautiful. You know what I mean? It's like they put so much thought into the the plates and the cups that why didn't they do the same thing for the floors? <laughs> well, I think they did, Eric. I just don't think it was the same artistic <laughs> direction. Missed the mark. It's kind of like in the same way Subway puts a lot of attention into their packaging when they Mm -hmm. say, don't eat this paper on the wrapper. Yeah, exactly. But then the same floors. Yeah, exactly. Interesting, Um, interesting. And also we talked to the waitress who was a lovely, nice woman. She mentioned that uh, Hugh Grant had pulled up three weeks in a row. Mr. Grant. Mr. Love actually himself. Wow. Recently? recently no way yeah and we're like wow that's that's cool and she was like yeah i just like couldn't unsee him from love actually i was like yeah dude it's, that's the guy <laughs> that's the guy that's like the only film i really associate him with mm-hmm. and this is the other thing with like chipinos it's like a just a celebrity hotspot it's like a weird 
LA island in the middle of Vancouver. Yeah. You're just like every famous person goes there. It's pretty cool for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like it's nice when Beyonce cozies up next to you at the, uh, in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Weirdly enough, I went to a really like lame Italian place in suburban Vancouver uh, a week ago. And while I was sitting in my, in my, in my chair, eating my margarita pizza <laughs> and uh, my pe- uh, blue cheese gnocchi, I look up and I see a picture on the wall framed and it was signed. <laughs> the person had been to this random Italian restaurant and it was the guy that played the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So like a, just a real kind of like scary figure. Yeah. Scary dude. He was, they took a photo of him as like as the soup nazi in the outfit because i guess that's the only role that actor has ever had but because of his kind of like new york vibe and like i don't know jewish vibe he really kind of (laughs) represented italian food a little bit you know yeah i guess so yeah interesting so how did you even recognize him or did you you just saw the photo like oh it's a soup nazi dude it was immediate like almost visceral i was just like oh what that's the soup nazi (laughs) (laughs) interesting so did you ask about that like Yo, this guy comes here, or or what's the deal? No, He's the part owner. I I didn't. I should have inquired. If I ever return, I will mm. learn it, learn a little bit more and feed that information up to the breadheads. Dude, you got to inquire. We even inquired about Drake. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. What did you learn? Um. Well, we learned that he is friends with Chef Pino, the the head head guy, head honcho. Really? And um, he's always here before and after shows. Oh. And um, he came. So like Drake performed Monday, Tuesday, the Monday show got moved to the Wednesday. Yeah. So Drake stayed an extra day and then came on Thursday or uh-huh. something like that before he left. And apparently he comes in when the restaurant closes. Oh, so he's getting an after hours special treatment. I think they close it early. Oh, for I don't think Drake. Drake's waiting until 1130 to have his um, Osobuco, you know what I mean? Right, right. Like the Cachoe Pepe is getting cold. Exactly. The seasonal truffles can't stay that long outside. Interesting. So I, I think they're closing it down and he's paying a premium to eat there. Uh, fair enough. Like I wouldn't, like once it's known that that's your hot spot, like you're not, you're getting a table, but it's not going to be a good dining experience mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the hype beast knocking on the glass outside, tr- trying to get them to sign your sneaker. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, what's nice about this place is like, you can't see into the restaurant from outside. Oh, you can't? No. Like there's a tons of like greenery blocking the windows mm. and you have to like turn a corner when you walk in, in order to like get to the dining room, which is probably by design. Like you right. don't want a bunch of poor people looking at you, eat your spaghetti vongole, you know? For sure. Yeah. If you're spending $52 on the Bistecca Fiorentina, you want to make sure that like, it's it's for you to enjoy privately. <laughs> exactly. I need a moment alone with this uh, seafood medley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's quite something. But that's too bad because that means that the chances, the likelihood of me and Aubrey Drake Graham crossing paths on the Siopino floor is <laughs> uh, t- subway tiled floor. Yeah, exactly. Slim to none. But. Yeah, dude. Um, but she was saying like, oh, yeah, he was like hanging out at the bar with some other rapper. And I was like, oh, don't disrespect Bully Audi like that. <laughs> I was like, you know what's Yadi? Come on, just say it. Um, but yeah, she wouldn't she wouldn't acknowledge who it was, but she didn't really know. Oh, she so doesn't like, serve and tell. It has to be Yadi. It has to be. Yeah. 
And she also made it a point to say that he was extremely nice. He mm. says hi, says bye, thank you, all that stuff. And I was like, I was like, what a good Canadian. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's good to practice good servicing or like good customering mm-hmm. because like reputation gets out there, you know? Look at yeah. Ellen. She got canceled for being a dink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, dude, one day we'll maybe break some bread with Drake. Um, say hey, say hi to Yachty at some mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think we'll have to go back. 2024 is our year for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, we'll have to time it. So um, whenever Drake has the show here, we'll just go on the night of the show. Hell like, yeah. Late, late, late Rezo, like latest Rezo. Oh, yeah, dude. We'll it's catch him valeting the whip. Yeah. Sorry, the whip. T- sorry, it took so long to valet. They were <laughs> valeting us first. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they mixed up my old Mercedes Benz with the Maybach. <laughs> yeah. It's a common mistake. Cool. Um, yeah. All right, King. Uh, let's hop off. Um, start this year strong to the breadheads. Have a strong year. This one, you'll go get them. That's all I have to say. Go get them, guys. <laughs> That's right. That's right, breadheads. This year is your year. And uh, let's not waste it this time, okay? (laughs) Ciao.